The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Feel it coming in the air. Yeah. And the screams from everywhere. Yeah. I'm addicted to the thrill. It's a dangerous Stop. love affair. Can't be scared when it goes down. Got a problem, tell me Stop. now. Only thing that's on my mind is who goes this town tonight. Hey, welcome to Kwame Lasker Sports Talk. We are live in studio. Today is Tuesday. Taco Tuesday at that. We are live. It's it, it's spring break Tuesday as well. A lot of guys out on spring break. It's that time of the season. Demi Lachey is here. No, in no, studio. no. They know you. Call me Lasseter. I guess he <laughs> decided to pop in. No, nah, man. I was in, uh, in there trying to get some coffee. And they, he, he told me I had three minutes. I must have been taking my time. I was talking, though. Yeah. I talked for a while. That's not, that's not anything new. It is Tuesday, but it's a different Tuesday. We're in here an hour early, so if you are going to get some tacos, we got to wait an hour. You remember yeah. that time we went and sat almost like 45 <laughs> minutes like we'd never eaten before? We could have <laughs> exactly. went to Waffle House somewhere. <laughs> exactly, yeah. That's why I don't like the The only reason I don't like the time change is because yeah, it messes up the, the traffic. Here's yeah. why the traffic wasn't bad yesterday. Wasn't bad today. Two for two. But it, yeah. it wasn't bad. Yeah, I, t- I had to take detours. I got off on a... I came all the way down to 10, or maybe that's, I came all the way up to 10, mm-hmm. but I had to get off on baseline. I had to get off on baseline and do mm-hmm. my detours. See, I've been in this valley so long, I got detours like crazy, but you got to know when to take them, how to take them. Mm-hmm. So that's why it was, the reason why it wasn't bad, for two reasons, one, it's already spring break, so people are probably on vacation, taking their kids somewhere right. that they don't deserve to go. Uh, two... It's because it comes every year. People have no idea what to do with their kids. They mm-hmm. think it's just going, oh, it popped up on me. Spring break popped up <laughs> on me. Yeah, yeah, I knew you was going to be out of school. So they they stay home for that day and figure out what we're going to do. Right. Because for spring break, that's just school. It's not work. Well, that, yeah, my I remember back in my household, it was we're going to sit here for three, four days. And yeah, then, <laughs> and then we'll go, decide. Yeah, then we'll decide to make a trip and then come back two days later. That was my spring break. Mm. <laughs> Now, I know the boys used to go somewhere every year, but um, mm-hmm. I don't think they've been anywhere a year. They used to go to Virginia somewhere or or Disneyland or whatever them parks are. Yeah. Well, it's kind of cold out there right now. Virginia? Yeah. It's not bad. It's not bad. It's, it's getting, not bad? It was cold last... It was cold. It was 63 degrees the other day, but a week ago, it was three degrees. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> it was okay. one degree a week ago in Lawrence, Kansas. Oh, wow. The other day, it was 70 degrees. <laughs> that's trickery, man. That's that's new. My aunts and grandmothers, used to, my grandmother and aunts used to call it. Uh, that's pneumonia weather. You mm-hmm. go out there, and you think you find it was just one degree last week, mm-hmm. and then uh, it's seventy degrees. That's because of March and where the, the equinox, the sun, and, and those things. You know, I gave you a lot of information on the sun being a, this a genius show, right? Um, <laughs> but that's seventy degrees in March. The temperature just began to break. What's the first day of spring? March first. I think it's March 20th, mm-hmm. March 20th, the first day of spring. So that's the reason why 
traffic wasn't bad. But I still, I just still don't like the early time. We're on the same time as California. It's still 12 o'clock. I think it's 12 o'clock uh, East Coast time. It's always 12 o'clock East Coast time because Arizona do, do not change times. Mm-hmm. All right, let's get into some, uh, it's a lot of, hopefully we can be in and out of topics, but you know, you know the show, 888-346-9144. I want to. This is just a joke. This is just to bring it up. Not a joke, but it's just to bring it up because I think it was a joke. It's about um, <laughs> Layla. It, was a joke. it has to be a joke. Layla Ali. Okay. And uh, Ronda Rousey. Ronda Rousey, the MMA. Right. Uh, superstar. Superstar. Yeah. Yeah. And Layla Ali, we know who she is or what she was as far as her uh, athletic career. She thirty. <laughs> she thirty seven now. Now Rousey. Uh, Ali is 5'10", Rousey is 5'7". Mm-hmm. Uh, she said, she's like my, the size of my daughter, my three-year-old daughter. Who said that? Layla said that about Rousey. But she said, um, um, at first, the 37-year-old champ was shy. She didn't want to speak on it. Uh, but saying, it's hard to compare a boxer to an MMA fighter, which, it, which in some ways, because boxing you can't kick. Right. Uh, MMA, they, they all out, mm-hmm. which I think, uh, depending on wh- who, who the professional is, both sports are dangerous. Then she said, but ultimately, no woman can beat me, period. Period? Isn't the period. Okay. She's as right. Boxing, she haven't lost. Right? As yeah, in boxing. Hopefully boxing, because that street fighting is different. Yeah. That MMA is different. You, she ain't going to touch I'm Rousey putting my money out. on, nope. I don't care if she's 5'7", five, 5'10". <laughs> five, right. I, I've Ronda Rousey can put you in the press. me. Yeah. <laughs> She'll knock you out, put you in a pretzel, and... And it's over. Yeah. You're not ready for that pain. Yeah. She used to get no tapping hit. in the street fight. Right. <laughs> yeah. Used to get hit in the face and maybe the ribs and chest area. Exactly. No, when somebody got your arm and it's locked and you can't get out of it, and it feel like it's about to break, mm-hmm. one more move, one more second, it's going to pop. Yeah, and being at the age Ali of not 37... No, nah, not at the age of 37. <laughs> that, that that right jab probably ain't the same either. Even if you get one hold of Rousey, she... She, she Rousey, eat, she's not she working out those. just to be looking for... A, she ain't the top... Model. Ladies performer, uh, athletic wise, for nothing. Best fighter in the world, women wise, for no reason. But I thought that was interesting. I love when they go back and forth. That fight had never happened, but I hope it's not. Wow. I hope Rousey and Ali know this is all fun and games and, no, and yeah. nothing serious come up mm-hmm. because it, it, it wouldn't make sense with to have you know two prize fighters from different sports who've never met, uh, allegedly never met, but then now they are at ends with it. It's like it's like women. It's it's just like women. And this is not a down. This is not saying anything bad. <laughs> oh, oh, let me say this. It's just like people. <laughs> okay. People, people, people are like this. I don't like Demery, but I never met Demery. Mm-hmm. I don't even know if they never met me because one did another sport and she's superior at it, and another one used to do a sport and was superior at it. Mm-hmm. Now the the sports world or all the the market media, mass media. Uh, want to put them at the ends, I'm and they sure buy they into ran it to each other a couple times. They had to. Yeah, but they. It's it's easy for for Ali to say this. It's easy for any person to say this. It's worth their weight. It, no woman can beat me. Period. Mm-hmm. She just had that dog in her. She had that aggressiveness. Yeah. She, she she's an Ali. She, she <laughs> in her blood. Mbaye. It's in her blood. <laughs> in her blood. Let's get into some football. This free agent signing season coming up. Oh, let me get pull up a page Man, or two. Anticipation on. Yeah, I, I like. See, I like the I don't frenzy. Know. I don't yeah. know if you remember. You was in college. Uh, this might have been. You might have been in. Might have been your second year. Of college. It might have been your freshman year. Shoot, when it was a free agent frenzy. When they it was a lockout. Oh yeah. Okay. And they only had 
five days. It was perfect. I think they had three to five days. Mm-hmm. Man, yeah, I, was, I, I thought football should be like that. Football, I we thought, don't, I thought they changed it. it. They did change it because okay. it was only like that for the lockout. Right. Because they had the lockout. But football was so exciting then. To me, and I'm not a really, it doesn't get me excited mm-hmm. um, unless you play in the game. Kind of right. like golf for me. But when they um, only had three to five days of sign free agency because of the lockout, I thought that was most exciting uh, part of offseason for me in football history that I knew of because you only had three three days, three to five days to sign a top free agent like a, a Ndamukong Sue, like a guy like that. Mm-hmm. Everybody wants him, and and now you got to put the numbers. See, they put the GMs at a position where you have to do your job now, not mm-hmm. just the scout saying this guy's out, not just by a look, the look test, the eye test. You have to go do your job. How, mm-hmm. how can I put these numbers together? So I thought that was exciting. But today, I think it's 1 o'clock Arizona time that um, free agency starts. Yeah, and and it's going to be pretty exciting. Like you were saying, I haven't been this excited or it hasn't been as much anticipation since the lockout when that free agency era came in upon. Like you said, they had about, what, five days, three to five days At the most, to make that decision. To get the top tier guys. Right. And it, it's going to, to the, to me, I think today is going to be it, it's gonna happen in one day. It has to. I'm Maybe I'm I'm anticipating more on like Adrian Peterson, Demarco Murray, those two right there. That running back position. You got don't worry, wait a minute. You got Frank Gore still on the market now. He, he might not. Gore go, is. He and might not go to the Eagles. Yeah, and it was sold on the Eagles two days ago. But now sources are saying, well, they can't really put anything out, and they're keeping their options open. And it was a lot of guys like like Jeremy Macklin to the Chiefs, mm-hmm. and with him joining up with Andy Sean Reed. Jackson two years ago. Right. You're getting that Shady McCoy this year. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's just so many rumors that's been popping up thus far. And then sources came out DeMarco. The reason why I say DeMarco Murray and Adrian Peterson is because the Cowboys hadn't talked to DeMarco Murray since last week. That sources crazy. came out. Uh, and here's what's bothering me about a, a week. A week. You know and what I mean? Today's the day. And you, you still haven't. You, had you think a the success with. is because of Tony Romo? You got to be kidding me. And And then don't put so much on. Now, I've said I don't like Tony Romo. Now, let me contradict myself. I don't like Tony Romo. I think we might have seen each other at a golf tournament. I, I don't like his football. And I don't, not, not, this is not personal. This mm-hmm. is football. Because I used to be a Dallas Cowboys fan growing up in Virginia. I was Dallas everything. Took my school picture in the Dallas jer- Tony Dorsett jersey, mm-hmm. uh, who I know, you know, when you get to you grow up and meet people, then you know mm-hmm. them, then you, get to, you see them all the time. It's nothing against Tony Romo personally. It's never been personal. It's all athletically, and and how the media puts so much on him, like he's really that superstar that's gonna get him over the hump. Mm-hmm. When they've had their most success in his 11, 12 years, it's like they had a running game. Mm-hmm. Demarco Murray been hurt for three years of his career, um, and they, they were just injuries. They football injuries. It's not like he's in his, got shot in the arm. It's not that. <laughs> yeah, he comes back next year. And have an outstanding year, almost Adrian Peterson like, almost um, what's my running back name? Uh, Stand straight up at two thousand yards. Adrian Peterson's gonna get. Yeah. I, I think of it. God, I'm got it, got the big glasses. <laughs> oh, you talking about Arian Foster? No, 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 old school guy. Oh, old school got the big glasses. Twenty nine. Saint Louis. Eric Dickerson. Eric Dickerson. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> but he has that year and the success yeah. of that running game. And, and one of my gripes are. How you keep making the running back position not important when you have to run the football to be a successful offense? You have to. Mm-hmm. This is not. This is not Warren Moon and Givens. It's not that that receiving core back in the Houston days where you had the, that run and shoot offense. 
three to four receivers. Mm-hmm. And then you had uh, who was it? Uh, White in the backfield. Then this is not those days where you had to pass the ball to run the ball. Right. You have to run the ball, and it's a pass happy league. But you to be happy, you have to run the football first, and at least make giving a valid effort to hold defenses in a certain position where we might just run the ball. You mm-hmm. got to keep them uh, honorable on defense. Well, to me, I I believe they're not going to miss a beat if they can pick up uh, Adrian Peterson or even Frank Gore. Because Adrian Peterson made a Dallas? statement last last season. Dallas won't because they got the offensive line. Yeah, exactly. Anybody can run behind that O-line. You gonna, that's a 1,000 just walking in. <laughs> that's just walking that's in a 1,000. Just walking in the games. Game. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, still, Adrian Peterson, I mean, I still think he's at the top of his game even with the year out of the suspension. I mean, this guy ran for over 2,000. After ACL tire, I mean, I, immediately he's still, after. yeah, and he still got that juice in him. So he's only going to get even better in Dallas because they'll take care of him. They have a better passing game than Minnesota has ever had, and not ever. Mm-mm. Okay, you not ever, not ever, <laughs> not ever since Adrian Peterson's time okay. in Minnesota. Correction. I don't. I, right. I don't like uh, Randall Cunningham, Dante Culpepper. Probably were like, "Hey, easy." Yeah, and and then you, you must got, have uh, forgot. <laughs> you got Warren. You got uh, Warren Moon was actually there. Yeah. <laughs> he was actually there too. But you have uh, Randy Moss. Yeah, Randy and, Moss and, and Chris uh, Carter. Chris Carter. Chris Carter, who got, who arguably had the best hands in the history of the NBA. Kind of like Steph Curry might be the best shooter ever in the history of the NBA. Mm-hmm. Rand. Uh, Chris Carter, but yeah, but go, but to your point, yeah, <laughs> to my point. Since the Adrian Peterson era in Minnesota, I, you're still not going to miss a beat with bringing him in Dallas. I think you even get even better. You get a guy who, if Dallas bring Peterson in, if Dallas bring Peterson in, they, they're not. I think they better than Demarco Murray. Exactly, and you don't have to worry about injury prone running back. Yeah, he had one season where he tore up his ACL, but look how he came back bigger and better. Than so, no, so they can't use in being injured as right. a as a. Um, as a excuse, excuse to hold upon because him all the teams to, do that exactly. He only been hurt once, and he came back he came better than back. ever. And 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 everybody and everybody we saw, <laughs> you know, everybody we saw get hurt. We said you better go call Adrian Peterson and find out what he did. <laughs> right, right. Exactly. He's just different. The boy from the country. Yeah, he a different. He a different animal. So he's from Texas, I believe. He's from Texas. He talked about going back to Texas. I don't know how he went that to cowboy putting that star in his helmet. How how they get him in Oklahoma University of Oklahoma that racist school how did they get him in Oklahoma Yes <laughs> you didn't you see the, did you see that nonsense Yeah I heard about it on two, CNN and yeah, yeah two guys decommitted from there and they should have mm-hmm. and they should have but here's why I ploy uh, Stoops the coach the football coach there he got out in front of it too and, uh, and it was for his own benefit it was mm-hmm. for the program but he did what a coach is supposed to do. He got out in front of him. He went out there and protested with the football team, mm-hmm. and I thought that was great. But I also understand the business. Mm-hmm. I'm a coach. If I don't have these players, if I, if I got two already decommitted, these guys can actually decommit because you can't put me in a situation where I'm uncomfortable in your program. You know, in Virginia Tech, the Ku Klux mm-hmm. Klan is able to march on a campus. It's, they call it freedom of speech. Mm-hmm. Every, I mean, every year they used to mm-hmm. march on campus. Uh, I didn't understand. I said, okay, this is not for me. Mm-hmm. This yeah, is not I agree. For me. I agree, but yeah, he definitely, you know, stood up. I applaud him as well for standing up. I mean, I, I don't think it's necessarily the business part of it. I mean, that has you have to think about that as consideration. But I think the the type of character Bob Stoops is. I mean, you're around these players more than anybody. You deal with different racials, so 
just standing up as him and his man. I think he really came out uh, just out of his heart just to do it, just to right. concept he, it. And I, and I would love to believe that, too. And, I, and I, I'm I'm not going to change my thought on that. No, <laughs> yeah. no, no I'm no, not going to change you. my thought you. on that. But, yeah. you know, these, this is – Because I know some coaches who probably be like, we're not going to pay attention to that nonsense. If I'm recruiting Demery and I got Texas and Oklahoma, who, who Oklahoma State who passed the ball, mm-hmm. and I got you, I, I'm going to – you know, I can't – my job requires you being – a high school guy, top high school recruit, and I got you at Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. You really, my football knowledge, but your athletic ability and and at some point able to stand football at a high level mm-hmm. requires me to have a job. Right, and make sure that you're comfortable. Right, make sure you're you know you're okay with walking down the street. That's why they can never make the me head coach because I would be paying <laughs> players to play. <laughs> I, you, y'all yeah, heard this. I could have went to Kansas now. I, I would be paying. I don't know if I've been head coach, but uh, <laughs> I would be paying players to play. Having played the game, having coming out the college level, because so much money is made off these guys. Mm-hmm. So much money. You went to Indiana State. What mm-hmm. was the Sycamores? Yeah. What, what, that's a tree. So what? Y'all named after the tree? Yeah, I don't see a problem with that. I do a, a football sycamore team. tree. So? Sycamore tree. Roll timber. <laughs> try it's a tree. Don't, hey, don't try. Uh, don't don't try. Okay, hey, I will go coach them. Up. I will go line up against them. That's all I'm saying. Who, who Kansas? Boys. <laughs> I I wish Kansas. First of all, would. y'all. First of all, y'all want to beat Kansas, but I believe you when you say them some bad boys because it ain't. It's not we. It's not. <laughs> it's not the school. It's who's at the school. Right. But I'm telling you, y'all want to beat Kansas. I'm telling you that right now. You got to check my defense out. Uh, y'all want to. Y'all probably wouldn't score. All right. On my defense, you, you want, that, that, now you pushing it. No, I'm saying you y'all want to score on my defense. You being real disrespectful uh, against your defense. Look at look who's on my defense. Look who's on that front defensive line. Oh yeah, since you paying them bad boys. So. I, no, no, oh, not okay. my defense. I'm talking about the defense <laughs> I played on. Oh, okay, when I played. Okay, okay. Now it would have been a difference because it would have been unfair for y'all because because the level of recruitment. Oh yeah. And Kansas is not that powerhouse football team. Kansas is only powerhouse in basketball, and that's looking them. Mm-hmm. Kansas get the respect for because they've always been good basketball wise, but I'm just saying, um, you look you look at the uh, you know the Indiana State. You look at the schools. I can get a lot of players from that school to go pro. Oh yeah, no I, doubt about that. And I will pay some no of them doubt. to play. Mm-hmm. I, I'd rather get I'd rather you come to my school than go to uh, U of I, mm-hmm. or go to. Um, What's out there? But now, Butler don't have a football team. No, they, uh, I mean they, they do, but but it's it's like division. It's like a junior, a big junior college. Yeah, um, which Butler County would have beat Butler. Oh, Butler County would be destroyed. <laughs> Butler. <They> would, <laughs> Butler County would be <laughs> Florida State. <laughs> oh, like they would let's get, be they, honest, they, they would give they'll them a get chance. Some teams, some noise. Yeah, it would Period. be able a great chance, especially when I play and when I when I left, mm-hmm. them boys were better than us. <laughs> We're going to take a quick break Because i got to get me some more coffee anyway Come uh, on Sports Talk Demi Lachey in the studio We'll take a quick break We'll come right back Your internet flagship station for sports Voice America Sports 
The job of a professional athlete is never complete. In Life After the Game, host Lamar Campbell will take an inside look at how athletes are making the transition from the professional athletics world to the professional business world. You'll understand the goals, motivations, and personalities that drive these players off the field and in their post-professional career. Tune in to Life After the Game with Lamar Campbell every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Get ready to talk sports with the big guys. Tune in to Lockdown Coverage with Keith Lewis every Tuesday for the inside and outside of the business of sports. Keith and his guests will provide expert commentary and answer all of your burning questions about your favorite team, the players, and what's next. It's time to have fun with the game. Listen for Lockdown Coverage with Keith Lewis and his favorite co-hosts every Tuesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. The talk doesn't get any hotter. Sports continues to grow and evolve to ever-increasing prominence in today's society. On All Around Sports, host John Inglesby will connect with the leading newsmakers from the sports world, including players, owners, and fellow sports journalists, discussing the top news and events that are relevant to sports today. John will also report from and offer his experience of the world's top sports events. Tune in to All Around Sports with John Inglesby, Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Channel. internet flagship station for sports voice america sports i'm here the taste of the sweet life i'm here the conversation let that play i'm searching for a song 888-346 i'm changing all around the station 9144 i should be a radio disc jockey no, you should. I say I, I should. I could play. I, you know what it is. You gonna be wanting to talk too much. I'm, <laughs> you wanna let the music play? Y'all hear this? Y'all hear this? <laughs> oh, I'm gonna get Big Sean. I'm gonna get Lil Sean up here. Not Big Sean. Lil Sean. <laughs> Lil Sean. Lil Sean. Lil Sean over at the. Um, look, listen. This is right here. Get my dad. I'm gonna have to put the. Give me some Maroon Five in my, my system today. Welcome back to the show. We were talking some football before that. Last night, funniest thing ever. Okay. I'm pulling up at a light. This guy next to me is rocking out like juiced. Listen to Maroon Five Animals. The Maroon like, Five is the like he was going like no nah, man the like, shit out of control, Nick. pumping the fist. Or like that guy in the band. I was like oh yeah he was <laughs> like he was screaming a song and I'm with my sister and her friends and we all looking like oh my like dude was out of control. He was OC on animals. Maroon 5 Maroon does 5 it to can me. bring that out That of you. does it to me. <laughs> you better not see me. In it. Shoot. That was just Well, I know one thing. thing. He wasn't drinking and driving cuz you can't you can't do it like that. No, no. Not out here. <laughs> but uh, he he was he was in his zone. He was in I didn't want to, man. Shoot. Maroon 5 is Maroon man. 5 can bring some things out of you. It, I was surprised. It can. You you go to the concert. Go to yeah, the concert. I'll, you yeah. can see just minutes guys at Maroon 5 concert, you see women. Now, obviously there's going to be more women, but you gonna see more? Just a lot of guys like that. They, who they come to see? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Coach and Willie is. I'm I'm doing an NFL draft party Thursday, April 30th. I am hosting. That host is Kwame Lasseter and friends. Ah, and friends. <laughs> which I, I'm gonna put a uh, 
parentheses over the friends thing because I don't have a lot of friends. But uh, benefiting Kwamlaas Foundation, some of it, uh, some of the proceeds, not all of it. But it's at Coaching Willie's. Uh, that's one East Boston Street, downtown Chandler. Downtown. See, you be going to Scottsdale a lot. Downtown Chandler. Don't tell me where I be going. I'm telling you where you go. You, you, you don't know go where I Chandler. go. I be saying, yeah, I got you on radar. You be going, and then you can't recover at 24 years old. Are you kidding me? You, you can't recover. It was over 15 campaign and champagne. Over 15, <laughs> over 15 of them things. Champagne bottles. All, was, I, all I mean, you had to pee six, a lot. It was six. That's all that meant. Ace of spades, and the rest was Ooh. yeah. Ace of spades, number water and vinegar. You right. Water and overrated, but yeah. I mean, it has a good taste. Um, yeah. You you tell me over fifteen. But it was it probably 30, 30 you guys. So that is not. That's like you having to go into the bar buying two or three it drinks. Was, no, it wasn't thirty. It was less than thirty. Twenty nine. <laughs> Twenty nine of you guys. Anyway, Coaching Willie's downtown, <laughs> 1 East Boston Street, downtown Chandler, Arizona, 85225, NFL Draft Party. That's Thursday. Uh, got a lot of memorabilia there. Uh, uh, I, I'm also doing a – here's what I'm going to do. It starts at 530. You know the draft is in Chicago, the first round. Right, then absolutely. They, then they're moving back to New York. They probably can't get out of the uh, Radio City Music Hall contract. Mm-hmm. But the NFL, as we know, do, does too much. So uh, – in draft party, Thursday, April 30th, here's what I'm going to do. starts at 5.30, so probably around 4, 4.15, I am going to do a VIP happy hour, mm-hmm. and it's limited space only. Mm-hmm. Uh, it holds um, 42, the room holds 42 for the, for the, for the VIP, mm-hmm. and the, the bar itself holds way more than that, mm-hmm. but I'm only allowing, I don't want a bunch of people in there, I won't allow, first come, first serve, 25 people. 25 people... Um, and that's going to be it. You're going to have to pay to get in the VIP because mm-hmm. I'm going to have some guys in there. Mm-hmm. And, and you're going to be able to ask all the questions. At the moment, go to the website. It's a website up there, too. You can go to coachingwillies.com website and check that out. All right, I was going to say something else, too. You had interrupted me about your ace of spades and champagne, <laughs> champagne campaign. What was it? <laughs> champagne campaign. Oh, okay. It was. At the Revolver? It was lovely. That is the most raddest yeah, place. It was, that is a. Yeah, that place is that's most uh let me see, not not hood rap, but uh <laughs> cause, cause the hood could be anywhere, especially these uh these uh, suburban areas. Yeah, it was pretty it's pretty urban. Pre- pretty urban in there. Yeah. But them suburbians be in there too. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Like going hard. <laughs> going hard. So All right, we, Adam Scheffner just reported. I, you know what? I wanted to talk about him. Go ahead. Because you're he, right, I couldn't I mean, be just I said, too much. He's saying we're going to try this again. Frank Gore plans to sign with Indy. Deal expected to be similar to the Philadelphia offer, three years, 12. 75, 7.5. Guaranteed. Yeah, 7.5 guaranteed. I don't mind that at all. I know you don't because you just don't like the running back they have. Yeah. He should what? be able to do that. And, and Adam Shep, Adam Sheffer, he he like he's played. He mm-hmm. like he's really – see, guys that haven't played <clears> – <throat> Most of them, mm-hmm. high percentage of them, they kill me. Mm-hmm. I mean, they now some of them do their research. Some of them do their research and they call their buddies who might be a scout. So that's a, that's incredible information, right? Oh, they call the the coach who was they probably went to school with, mm-hmm. credible. But some of these guys, if you ain't if you haven't 
been on the field. Now, I always go to Bill Belichick in this because he, I think he's a great coach. Mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of coaches like Bill Belichick, but Bill Belichick finds a way to get his team to the Super Bowl. There are more coaches like him in the NFL. Mm-hmm. His team gets to the Super Bowl, so I'm not saying they are not great because they didn't get there. It's, it's the chemistry of it. It's, it's how you talk to them. You buy into the system. You buy into the system, and you play hard because you know. Sometimes you can't even recognize who the stars are on that New England Patriots team. Mm-hmm. Well, Adam Sheffield, guys like him, they they've always like he he talked like Frank Gore is messing up the free agency. Like he decided well, I might not want to go there. Well, I, well, he might not want to go there because nobody knows who Chip Kelly is really uh, on the NFL level. Let me tell you mm-hmm. who I think Chip Kelly is, and I and I had to put some thought into this before I say it. Probably about three three seconds mm-hmm. of thought. He's that, he's that growing up, that spoiled, spoiled guy, uh, kid, uh, probably was never seen anywhere uh, in his scholastic years, but he was always right there. He was in the crowd, mm-hmm. but he wasn't part of the crowd. Okay, he got the authority to do something, so when he got it, he can't deal with confrontation. Now, you should be able, as a coach, be able to deal with confrontation because now you're letting somebody or you're making somebody be something that they're not and you're not getting the best out of them, like mm-hmm. Deshaun Jackson. Mm-hmm. He can talk all he wants to. He's still the best. He was at that point one of the best deep threats in the game, and you needed him. Kind of mm-hmm. like you couldn't deal with – a lot of people couldn't deal with Randy Moss. Mm-hmm. So, so Chip Kelly, when he gets some authority and you got a voice, the voice on your team is more stronger than his voice – who's the head coach, he has to get rid of you. This is who I think this guy is because some of the moves he's making uh, didn't make sense to me. Like getting rid of Deshaun Jackson and sending him to Washington, disrespect. Mm-hmm. So Deshaun Jackson, now you're giving him uh, Washington a potent weapon. He knew Washington wasn't going to be anything, so Deshaun couldn't get the ball anyway. Mm-hmm. And his offense, Deshaun get the ball, cause, but you thought you had Jeremy Macklin. But now Jeremy Macklin is going to Kansas City with Andy Reid, who coached him in Philly. Mm-hmm. You got rid of one of the best running backs from the line of scrimmage, uh, running and pat receiving, and yeah. Deshaun uh, Shady McCoy. I don't know what message Chip Kelly is passing around in he, Philadelphia, but now it's starting to show that I'm this, a spoiled this thing kid. Made, I can do what I want. I got yeah, authority. I can do what I want. I don't have to have the best players at each position to win in this ball game. Shoot. I know the game of football. That's yeah. basically what he's saying. That's what it sounds like. I don't to me. need you. I don't need to pay my running back ten million dollars to run the football. I don't need to pay my receivers. Nine, eight million dollars. They can move on. Jeremy Macklin, Deshaun Jackson. We're talking some of the greatest receivers in the game right now. And yeah, I, I can see. I, I don't know. You, it sounds like you, you you calling him out a little bit. I'm calling him. I don't out. know. Like he can call a show and tell he wants to. I don't mind. <laughs> Matter of fact, we might like call you are, him. We could do that. But yeah, it, it does seem like he likes to shy away from confrontation a lot because of what Deshaun Jackson was bringing his presence in the locker room, his voice. You know, he's not scared to hold anything back. Mm-hmm. And then you got a guy like Jeremy Macklin who looked up to Deshaun Jackson. He said numerous times, "Love to play with him, practice with him." How you mess up that chemistry? Back. Exactly. You had one of the best one-two punches in the game that Andy Reid put yeah. together and left behind for you, Chip Kelly. But uh, here's here's another <laughs> thing about coaches. I, I just put a gift in your hand, Chip Kelly. If I'm Andy Reid, here's this gift. My time was, Andy Reid should have been out of Philly because he was that guy. And at, at the time, he should have been out. His son passed away. So the city, the brotherly love, the city of brotherly love, mm-hmm. you know, they, they feel like, well, we give Andy Reid two more years. Mm-hmm. He should have been out of Philly probably two or three years before he left. But it was a time, it was time for a change of scenery for Andy Reid, I thought. And, and he goes to Kansas City and have an outstanding first half of the season. 
where you look, oh, this team is undefeated for a while. Then they lose <laughs> in the second half of the season. They yeah. lose their game. So I think Andy Reid still had a lot to do with that. He was a breath of fresh air. But Chip Kelly, here's your here's your gift. You let all these guys go. Mm-hmm. How how is this possible? You got the authority. I think the organization of Philadelphia told him well, or he told them. Well, I need to put my imprint on this team and how I like to coach, which I understand completely. Mm-hmm. But you're getting rid of the wrong players. At the wrong time. At the wrong and time. And these other teams that you got to face are getting even better. Because guess what? You let a guy like Trent Colgo, this this core group. Right. Of, this, this, was, uh, this was Andy Reid's core group. Trent Cole ran that defense. You got uh, Kerry Williams, one of the best DBs in the game, now signed to Seattle who is running the NFC. They're the NFC champs. Right. You got to go beat them. To knock them off the championship And you got to go belt. to Seattle to do it. Chip Kelly, where you <laughs> originally came out of. Yeah, that, that area. area. But, you know, that's, I guess, like you saying, you know, that's him trying to be, I don't know, you could say the Sir Master. He's trying, I don't to, know. Be, He's trying um, to be Mr. Authority and, you know, run it his way. He doesn't want to do it the Andy Reid way, but you got some solid veterans you just let go. Well, word on the street. Word he, on the street. He, he, he tried to, uh, you know, Martin Lawrence, word yeah. on the street. He tried. <laughs> He trying to be the um, Bill Belichick. I heard he and Bill Belichick were on the street, has met and had some talks because Bill Belichick wanted to know how to defend this run and shoot. Uh, on what, his, what was his system to this uh, midpoint, this mm-hmm. spread offense, which most coaches do. The great coaches always go to somebody they know they can beat, win, but you do something that's going to be a problem for me mm-hmm. defensively. And if I can talk to you and give you some of my things that I do that's successful for, for what I've been done in the league, and vice versa, mm-hmm. well, he's Bill Belichick said, you don't need superstars because Bill Belichick never really had major superstars. Bill Belichick at one point had a defense, and they ran cover two all the time. Look at Ty Law. Ty Law should be in the Hall of Fame right now. Mm-hmm. And you know who will go in the Hall of Fame right behind him is the um, – who was the other corner – number 22, the other cornerback. He has about oh. – 55, 60 oh interceptions. Oh, God, man. You bring him back bad memories for me, man. Yeah, because they would go into Indy. Yes, and, and he would show stop. I thought yeah. when Ty Law left, you, you thought Super Bowls. You, right. Then Asante Samuel popped Asante up. Asante Samuel. He, yeah, he to, should he, be a Pro Bowl or he a going Hall to Hall Famer. Asante well. Samuel don't go to Hall of Fame. It's personal because you, like, you didn't like the teams he played on. This mm-hmm. guy has I – I, mean, I would like to look up how many interceptions he had. Uh, but uh, – I know during his course, during his – Time in the NFL, he was leading the NFL in his in his era. Like I think he had over twenty interceptions in like four seasons or something. It was something incredible. Yeah, Sante Sam, and he could do what he want over there on that island. He could just he, he did what he wanted. He's only but now, he's only thirty four. Now Bill Belichick has some superstars. He has to pay, and he's willing to do it. He's really it's about time he's willing to well, open Darrell up that Reeves paycheck. Well, Darrell Reeves was uh, due twenty million dollars, and you should have known he wasn't getting that. Even though he won a Super Bowl, you brought him in to do that thing, mm-hmm. play defense, and lock down a corner. For the most percent, uh, for the most part, at a high percentage, he locked down that corner. Mm-hmm. He was always on the best receiver. You brought him in to do that, and now you don't want to pay him his money. Yeah, which is the twenty million. And I, I know I understand it's the business of it because that twenty million going to hurt the camp. He has 51 interceptions. That's Hall of Fame. <laughs> That's Hall of Fame. He had wow. 51 interceptions. With, mm, he came into the league in 2003. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was he was balling. I don't understand how you not sign a guy like Darrell Reeves back 
to your well, organization. I, I think they're going to cut him and then bring him. Uh, not cut him because he's a free agent, so they don't have to cut him. And, and so now it's not a real disrespect. You know, when a player get cut, like, you you cut me after what I just did for you? Mm-hmm. And you, But it's a, it was a trade-off. They did win the Super Bowl. Yeah. They won a Super Bowl, so it was a trade-off. But you know that stupid deal? That twenty million the next year, mm-hmm. whether I went to the Super Bowl or not, mm-hmm. I wasn't getting gonna get, get that the way the business of the NFL is, and they couldn't pay me that. Right. It, it was it was to make it was cap friendly. Mm-hmm. It wasn't guaranteed. It was cap friendly. If we sign you back, then you you will get this. So I don't I don't think um I don't think no way no how he's getting that twenty million. So I, but you to your question, I think they were gonna release him. Then they gonna put another offer on the table for him. Mm-hmm. But if the Jets. See, he, he, he better not go back to New York. Wow, they're going to have a defense. They got a defense in New York. Do they? Yeah, they have a defense in New York. They, got a they didn't have an offense. Well, they got it with Todd Bowles now. So, But they've but had I, one with Rex Ryan. But what I'm thinking, yeah. And I don't think Todd Bowles is going to break that team, mm-hmm. that defense up. I mean, shouldn't Except he? Except for get free a guy like, Yeah, you get a guy like Darrell Reeves back, coming back to New York. I mean, he's not going to, you know, slouch, but... My thing is, I think Darrell Reeves, he wants to win championships now. He's won a championship. He's ready to just be on a winning team, get paid for it. Mm-hmm. So going back to New York, it's going to be some time before Todd Bowles really get his that his team together. Not necessarily saying new players, but just his structure, his unit come in. That's kind of like the guy for the Cardinals, who the linebacker coach, mm-hmm. who's now the defensive coordinator. He got to, he, he has to go with what Todd Bowles put together. Right. But after a while, you know, to your point, He's gonna have to put some of his implant on on some of that defense. And on then most that of that chemistry defense. just it's gonna take time. And I don't I don't think Darrell Revis is ready to be. He's still I think he's still at the top of his game. And I you know so. if he if he was on the other side of it, on the downside, I can see you going back to New York, helping these guys develop. You know, show, playing your role, play that that two seasons. You know, you're ready to get out. You're still at the top of your game. You can still dominate the game at the corner position. Go win some championships. If you got to take a pay cut, take a pay cut. Stay in New England. But well, he shouldn't have to. He's the best corner. Like if you if you put because the Philadelphia uh, Eagles just signed a corner from out of Seattle. They just signed. He, they, other see, way around. The Philadelphia Eagles just signed. No. Oh, Maxwell. Yeah, yeah Maxwell okay. went to okay. Philadelphia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I shouldn't have to take a pay cut. You you paying me for a service that I do well, mm-hmm. that I do better than anybody. Or I'm on that top tier, and you couldn't get me, or you couldn't get the rail, but we're on that same level. We we consistently shut down outside of the field. And he was playing opposite of Sherman, so they was throwing to him, and he held his own. So mm-hmm. that makes him, well, pressure's nothing to him. It mm-hmm. wouldn't be a pressure situation to him because, you know, he was able to shut down the corner. So... Mm-hmm. It's not like I need to take that pay cut. He's still a young guy. He's still locked down everybody. He he came off a, mm-hmm. a major knee surgery and went to Tampa Bay, still held his own. Right. So don't use the injury as as a excuse to why you you're not going to pay me or what is he, 28? Yeah. 28. Don't He's use not 30 yet, but Yeah, but st- yeah. I I don't know. I think it'll be uh, it, it'll be a pause on his championship level if he goes to a team like New York or even the Browns are interested in him now. You know who left? You know the cornerback? Uh, and I do want to talk about Patrick Willis being retired or oh, yeah. retiring today. Um, Namde Asamago. Oh, Asimogu? yeah. Namde Asamoa. When Yeah. Mm-hmm. When he left, is he, he married to um, he married to uh, that uh, scandal girl. 
Yeah, Kerry Washington. I don't know how you could do that. But <laughs> I, I don't. He was at the top of his game in Oakland. Kidding me? But when he left Oakland, he was he was getting killed. Oh, yeah. He should have oh, stayed man. in Oakland. He should have oh, stayed man. in Oakland. I was calling this man. He's the best. He known, was an Oakland bowler. cornerback. Yep. He was Nobody wanted to throw to his side. Got that huge deal. Went to Philadelphia. I was like, it's championship season. They had Asante Samuel. Asante. Um, uh, Namdi Asamoah. Mike Vick back in the mix. Donovan was Donovan. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, such a disappointment. Oh, man, one of the biggest disappointments in, in the NFL. He had 15 interceptions, uh, two sacks in his career, two forced fumbles. Strangely enough. <laughs> all in the, Oakland. Yeah, <laughs> all in Oakland. The 15, <laughs> no, he, no, he might have got two in Philly. The fifteen, the fifty-one interceptions <laughs> that Asante had, and the um, what he had like six forced fumbles or something like that. Mm-hmm. He never had any sacks in eleven years. Never had any sacks. He never blitzed. You had to put that man in coverage. <laughs> See, Osamoa, was he's from California. You don't, you don't, you shouldn't, don't leave where you're from. You from California? <laughs> you from uh, where he's from? No, he's from Louisiana. Uh huh. He went to school in California. Eleven seasons though. Eleven seasons. He was that. Th- those are not Hall of Fame. You could have. That's not Hall of Fame. He I was, thought he was on his way and into the Hall of Fame. Eight years in Oakland, two in Philadelphia, and one in San Fran. Yeah, no, nah, you. Mm-mm. He if, if you don't have to have a lot of interceptions to go to the Hall of Fame because you just can be a lockdown corner, right? And they're not throwing your side. That's not your fault. Mm-hmm. They can't catch it on my side. Now you just isolated the whole offense and made them one dimensional, mm-hmm. like. Green Bay was in the first game of Seattle. Mm-hmm. They wouldn't throw the Sherman side. Mm-hmm. That was ridiculous. But and then it because it came back to get them too at the end of the year when yeah. they had to play them again. Yeah. And then you say, okay, well we'll open up our offense. Well, that didn't do you any good. <laughs> you would have known what to do more. It looked good the first half. Yeah. Second half, yeah, bigger disaster yeah. in NFL playoff football to me and my since I've been watching it. But what's up with these rumors before we go to break? Uh you know, these guys from the U coming together, Frank Gore, Andre Johnson, trying to make way, bring the U back into Indianapolis. Back to Indianapolis? Into Indianapolis, I didn't say back. Oh. They're getting back together. They're bringing the band back together. Kind of like uh, they did in Dallas. Uh, Jimmy Johnson mm-hmm. used to get all the Miami guys into Dallas. Yeah, yeah absolutely. He used to yeah. get all the Miami guys. And, and if you won in college, I got a chemistry with you. I know how to win on the next level because mm-hmm. I know what you're about. Andre Johnson would be great in Indy because mm-hmm. uh, Reggie Wayne is gone. Mm-hmm. He'll also be great in Seattle. Yeah, no doubt about that. I, I'm trying to think where else he can go. But Jim Mercer is flying his private plane down to Miami Beach right now to pick up Frank Gore and Andre Johnson oh, and they as gonna, we speak. Ooh, I need to get on that plane. <laughs> I need to get on. He nah, got I'm people cool he popping off, pills cool over there. That, they popping nah. pills and, and, yeah. and doing some I'm things. I'm cool off that one. Grumman <laughs> 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 Lodge Sports Talk, Demi Lodge. We're going to take a quick break. We'll come Ain't back. He's on probation? He's he not on probation. Go, go he's, he's supposed to be on probation. <laughs> we'll, we'll come right back. We might talk about that probation. <laughs> Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Do you love sports talk? Can't get enough sports talk? 
have we got a show for you. It's about the NFL training camps, Super Bowl previews, a look at the new starting quarterbacks, and weekly key injuries. We'll take your calls and emails right on the air. Former Philadelphia Eagle James Loving is your host, and you never know who'll drop by for a co-host spot or an interview on the spot. Tune in to Loving That Sports Talk with James Loving every Wednesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Are you ready for a show that's all about what goes on behind the scenes and how it relates to what you see on the field? Tune in for Nick Ferguson's Secondary Perspective on the Voice America Sports Channel. Our guests will bring you the stories, the opinions, the expertise, and the inspiration behind what you hear in sports news. Find out what happens next. Listen for Nick Ferguson's Secondary Perspective, live every Thursday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. internet flagship station for sports voice america sports Gonna have some rules to it. <laughs> it no, normally, I don't like rules because we, you know, fr- free flowing, yeah. have a good time, you know, put some legitimacy in, into this conversation. I hate rules, yeah. It's not gonna be rules. It's gonna be discipline. <laughs> it's gonna be some discipline. Rules and discipline. They might tie hand in hand, but discipline is doing something you don't have to be told to do, and do it when nobody's watching or making you do it, and being consistent with it. Mm-hmm. So uh, consistency is really the thing. Yeah. Well, shout out to. Young man Wyatt coming through yesterday as well. Somebody, some people was listening to the show. They said Wyatt was kind of arrogant, I, and I, I left. I say that. it was. I say it, when I left. Yeah. Who took Stacy uh, Templeton told me that. Uh huh. I don't mean to. I can th- see that. Throw her on the, I under the bus. That. He he was yeah. He was kind of arrogant. I mean, you first time. That's because Doug. Yeah. And yeah. I went. That's probably because of Doug. When you left, I mean, Wyatt oh. mentioned that Marcus Mariota is not is going to be a bus. He's going to be next RG three. <laughs> That's when I was like, okay. But I like, I mean, I would like to have him back on the show because love to, this yeah. is what it do. But you, I uh, think if he doesn't reach out to you, then he's he, he not serious about his craft. Mm-hmm. Or maybe he got somebody like you or got somebody, you know, that can help him move forward. Because his I uncle, think his uncle can help him. I think, um, I, I think he, you know, he's, he's good on the mic, mm-hmm. but he has to learn, you know, how to clam up. How to, and if maybe you don't have to. Mm hmm. Maybe you don't have to, uh, but why? Because I, I didn't understand. I thought, wow, he, I thought he was cool on the show. What happened when I left? And I could barely hear y'all when I got on air. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, he was he was cool. He was trying to, yeah, he was he was definitely arrogant. I, he I was like, that. That. he was like Doug. I can see it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Dougie B, what, you, what did you create a monster? <laughs> Wyatt. What was Wyatt last name? Shoot, he had a. I like Wyatt. Wyatt a strong Western name. I yeah. think it's back in the day, cowboy. Yeah. I don't know. I forgot his last name. God damn, I can't think. I remember him saying it too. <laughs> no, but why are you welcome onto the show uh, again? We, we'll we'll take it from scratch. We'll start from scratch. Come when I'm gonna be here the full time too. Um, Ersay flying down to the U. <laughs> that, real quick, we're gonna spend thirty seconds on this. One. All right, real quick. I thought he was on probation. 
What is he doing in the private jet? Flying to my out of all cities, but it's not Tampa anymore. South Beach, because he, he he know Ooh. you know why he was in Indy with a bunch of pills. I would not be on that plane. I tell you that. Much. Well, he's not flying it. No, he's not flying. Oh, a thank plane. God, he's not. Yeah, but he's not flying it. He's just taking a trip with Jim Ursay to Miami. It will make more sense to off me. Off the boat, Miami. <laughs> Get it straight off the boat, Rick Ross. Mm. <laughs> Coming back to Indianapolis. He can see his house on the coast Come of Florida. On, his house already got ran through. They know where he live. Yeah. I see why you're jumping, going to Miami. But he's picking up two standout players, NFL players. Uh, Andre I, he, Johnson, I think he picked up two guys who still played at a, at a, at a level oh, no question. No that's doubt about be it. serviceable to that Indianapolis team. Especially with Andrew Luck and T.Y. Hilton. Absolutely. Because who got hurt for Indy? The running back, who I thought was good, better. Um, God, what's his name? He played for the Giants too, but he has super. He has two oh, Super Bowl yeah, rings. Amar Bradshaw. Amar Bradshaw, Amar Bradshaw runs hard. Yeah. You know, he don't play around. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't know if they. He might be up. He might be out of Indy because he got hurt. But if you bring in a Frank Gore, you can't keep three running backs. No, you can't. Well, Trent Richardson, he got uh, released. So they released Trent Richardson. You, you saying it like you surprised? No, you just don't like him. It should have happened two years ago when they picked him up. No, they should. That first no, game. Man, that Cleveland. first game, I knew this wasn't going to work. I was like, wow. this." So, guy Ahmad's is. still there then? Ahmad is, I believe so, yeah. Ahmad I he's still and there. Frank Gore. Yeah, and they got a running game now. They also have the guy. Oh, yeah, they a, a young guy. What's his name? Number 30? 33. 33. Beast. But towards ACL back-to-back years and... I, think he's I don't care. Still on contract, that boy is. I don't care. I feel so because he was the one, right? And then boom. If he can come back from those, God. and he will have to deal with pain his entire life, having two ACL tears, is if, it worth it? it? No. Okay. No, it's not worth it. But I don't know his passions for the game. Right. It's not worth it at all. Get you. You had to get out and call me. Let me let me tell you some things. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but you know, if he got to make that money for his family, you know, you got to yeah, do. Well, what you yeah, see, do. I don't. Yeah, I don't know his passion. I don't know his situations. Uh, football is the easy way. You're not a doctor. You make more money than some doctors, depending on who you are in this league. Right. Yeah, but the lifetime effects are not worth it. Um, so I don't know if they got Lamar and they have him, and you looking him up, and they get um. Frank Gore. They Vic, got guys. Vic Ballard. Vic Ballard, yeah. Oh, but they got some guys who understand the games. Three years. Towards he's, he's okay. He's a, His rookie year is the one he took off. That's the one we were and then back to back. discussing. Because he oh, back cause, to back these past Because when you train, you overcompensate. Right. And he only had one year under his belt. So, But go ahead. I'm, I didn't mean to cut you off. Yes, there. you did. Um, All right. Now, Patrick, <laughs> Patrick Willis. This, this is really the news <laughs> to me. Now, Terrell Davis, I think he played seven years. Seven, eight at the most, but I think it's seven years. And he retired because of uh, migraine concussions and migraines and all that. But Terrell Davis, you look at these guys and retire early, and you think they play 12, 13 years at their position. Mm-hmm. Terrell being a running back for the Denver won two Super Bowls, and I think it was because of him they won a Super Super part of, part of that offensive uh, line, really, because that reach technique that they use and holding that never got caught. Mm-hmm. These guys are these guys future Hall of Famers because of what they did in a short amount of time. Mm-hmm. Terrell Davis, two Super Bowls, was the arguably the best running back in the game, predicate all all due to the offense that he's been a part of, and the quarterback that was John Elway. All right, now Patrick Willis, thirty years old, one of the most dominant 
linebackers in the game from the time he walked in, almost Ray Lewis-like, if not Ray Lewis-like, faster, quicker than Ray Lewis, but it was always around the football. First-round draft pick in 2007. Mm -hmm. Uh, This guy made seven, I think he made seven or eight Pro Bowls, but he was all pro five times. Now, people don't understand what all pro is. All pro is more of an accolade than uh, going to the Pro Bowl. We've seen the joke that the Pro Bowl is. Right. But you are you do get rewarded, and you don't have to pay for these things, and you get the ticket to go to Hawaii, and now the Pro Bowl is where the Super Bowl is. But you don't understand what all pro means. He was, he was all pro five times. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's retiring. And I don't know the reason. Unless you know the reason, I don't know the reason. This is a story I want to stay on top of mm-hmm. um, until we find out, but. One of the most. This is shocking information to me. Yeah. This is one of the most dominant linebackers in the game, and we've seen we've seen since Jim Harbaugh, even before the year Jim Harbaugh left the San Francisco 49ers, we've seen the turmoil and the talks about what this team is not, what they say in the locker room, how they felt about their coach, and I don't know anything any of this having anything to do with Jim Harbaugh left, but mm-hmm. retiring at the at the eight seasons. And the numbers he put up, I mean, I need to look up his numbers, but the numbers he put up and what he did in that, mm-hmm. not winning the Super Bowl or anything, but did play in it, did get to the NFC Championship games a couple of times. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Shocking news. And since we don't know about it, I'll just say this. Is he a, he was Hall of Fame bound, but does he get to the Hall of Fame? See, when I, when I think of the top tier players at the linebacker position in NFL history, since my modern day era, since I've been watching football, I think of guys like Mike Singletary, mm-hmm. Lawrence Taylor, Ray Lewis, Patrick Willis. In my standpoint, Hall of Famer. I don't care if he didn't play as many years as Ray Lewis. What he did, like 15? Ray Lewis? Yeah, yeah, Ray Lewis was up there. Yeah. Lawrence Taylor was up there. Ray Lewis won two Super Bowls. Yeah. And he Patrick the, Willis. He's the reason why that defense yeah. was what it was. Mike Singletary won Super Bowls. Yep. Uh, Lawrence Taylor won Super Bowls. Patrick Willis did not. But at the, stand, at the same standpoint, that torch was passed from Ray Lewis to Patrick Willis. I mean, he was already on the same level as dang near Ray Lewis was. He just didn't get the recognition so much. And he like he wasn't winning Super Bowls. He had his chance, even though when uh, Baltimore when Seattle, he played, actually yeah. played Baltimore right, in the right. Super Bowl. He had his chance, and, and that was— And yeah. he did have—you mentioned Mike Singletary. He did have mm-hmm. him as a coach, a head coach for a while. Exactly. So— I mean, he had everything he needed around him. He did. And it, like you said, it, it is very surprising to see him. You know, I thought, you know, with him, the the torch being passed on at the linebacker position from Ray Lewis to Patrick Willis. As I thought he was going to keep it. Yeah. And going to change, absorb the game. Started coming out more commercials. You see that commercial he's running down uh, Russell oh, yeah. Wilson to meet mm-hmm. at the touchdown. Yep. I mean, you start to see his name actually explode even more. And – you know, it's Patrick Willis. When you heard about his name being in a linebacker position, it's like no question the best linebacker in the game. No question about it. Yeah, you got uh, Luke Keekley, who won Defensive Player of the Year, Clay Matthews. You know, those are great linebackers, but at the same time, when you well, he think of the name old, Patrick Willis, Miss, right? Patrick Willis, uh-huh. yeah. And, you know, he, oh, he, he never, I don't think he won an MVP, he never won Defensive Player of the Year. But you had that amount of respect that you knew he was. That he should have been. Guy. That, he could have been that guy easily. He, if you chose right. him, there wouldn't have been anything said about. Oh yeah, that was a good pick. You know, some guys get awards, and you're like, Mm-mm, he's not the guy. Mm-hmm. Most right, time they right exactly. It's like, uh, yeah, you know, why he, not he, consider? But he was always in that <laughs> top five tier of 
winning defensive player of the year each and every year in and year out. Yeah. And maybe he does um maybe he uh, has more passion. His passion's been directed in another way. But mm-hmm. yeah. And see you you named all those linebackers that you put that at that level, which is a great linebacker core. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's probably a handful of more that you could throw in there, but you know, and then you gotta look at the position. Patrick Williams in an inside. He was going sideline to sideline. Mike Singletary right. uh Ray Lewis in an inside. You had you had uh, Lawrence Taylor, who changed the game of linebacker, mm-hmm. changed the game in the way you play football on defense mm-hmm. from that position all over the field, all over the field. And mm-hmm. you look, and you always try to find those athletic guys who, who can't be stopped mm-hmm. to play all over the field. And you could have put him in that situation, but he so, held it down in the right. middle. And especially how the game has changed in mm-hmm. each era. Like uh, Michael Singletary held it down for that mm-hmm. era of football, how the way the game was played. Right. Uh, Lawrence Taylor changed it for the whole linebacker crew because, or now you see more linebackers blitzing because of him. And then Ray Lewis changed that modern day of era football where it's just focus on def- defense can win championships. You don't have to have a quarterback. And Patrick Willis, because of these new spread offenses, he is that go to linebacker that you. And you might have to take him out though, and right? After eight years, but I, I haven't seen That's, any signs of that. But you, you I, might have yeah, to. I didn't see him slowing down at all. And no. it's weird. I don't know if it was some type of injury, family. Someone's going, you know, he's going to have a chance to speak out on it. And I, you know, like you said, we're going to keep track of it. Keep twenty forward. and a half sacks, uh, eight interceptions at the linebacker, uh, over close to a thousand interceptions. I mean, tackles. Uh, unfortunately, the show goes by fast as an hour. We have to get out of here. Uh, we're going to take tomorrow off. We'll come back Thursday, and we'll have more free agents because if, at the 1 o'clock today, it starts, and, and we'll have more information on that. Kwame Lachey Sports Talk, Demi Lachey, mm-hmm. we out. Thanks for tuning in this week. Join us every Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday at 12 noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time for another edition of Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. <laughs>